Welcome back to SnackCast. Welcome back. We are getting into the meat and potatoes of this book. It's getting better. It is getting better. <laughs> yep. I kind of understand why he had to lay the groundwork to, to get where we're headed. Um, but uh, so chapter four, could it all be related? Brain um, energy. Yes, brain energy. And um, so you want to kick it off? I mean, it was a pretty interesting chapter. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my take so far, uh, he basically opens up with uh, metabolic disorders and he starts painting the picture that uh, there is a correlation uh, between uh, mental illness and metabolic disorders. Uh, yeah. He starts throwing those down. Um, In fact, within the first few sentences of the chapter, he goes, yep, here we go with, is it bi-directional, multi-directional? What's the language he uses? But talking about that overlap and that it's not just in the mental health space, but it's also in the metabolic space as well. Yep. So the three uh, big meta- metabolic disorders he talks about, obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. Um you know, uh, starts by saying that adolescents with diabetes were more likely to suffer from a mood disorder, attempt suicide, visit a psychiatrist, or develop any psychiatric disorders. Yeah. Um, children with autism are forty more, forty percent more likely to be obese. So, starting to paint the picture that hey, mental illness and symptoms from mental illness aren't just anxiety and depression and these other things. There is also Correlation causation going on. But that it also goes both ways. It that also goes both diabetics ways. are more likely to be depressed. And what was the stat? 60% people diagnosed with depression, so the mental illness first, are 60% more likely to develop diabetes. So diabetes causes depression. Depression causes diabetes. Right. The bi-directional. Well, is there, and I think you and I have talked about it before, there's some something else is going on. Yep. Right. Um, again, additional uh, statistics. All mental disorders, even mild or common ones like anxiety disorders or ADHD, are associated with shortened lifespan. On average, men with mental disorders lose 10 years of their life and women lose seven. Yeah. And that's specifically in the cardiovascular section. Right. Which basically demonstrates the same is, is cardiovascular causing mental health or is mental health causing cardiovascular? Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting that, you know, what's the origin? What's the could it all be related? Oh, that's the title of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, again, statistics are looking at depression. We find that 20 percent of people with heart attacks, 33 percent with congestive heart failure and 31 percent people with strokes experience major depression within a year of the condition. Again, to your point, did. Was that already being rooted up before the heart attack or did the heart attack really like, oh, man, I got nowhere to go. Right. You right. Know? And then he, he then goes further past the metabolic and into the neurological. Right. And the two he studied there, not studied, but really talked about there is Alzheimer's and epilepsy. And um, same thing that they both go both ways um specifically the the part that struck me of course he covers alzheimer's first but the part that got me was diabetes because of course i've got a diabetic kid right right and um 
you know, one of the one of the statistics, diabetics diagnosed under six years old, if I'm remembering the stat right, are six times more likely to develop epilepsy. My kid was diagnosed at two. So, <laughs> you know, when I read that, I would that, obviously that kind of burned into my head a little bit. Um, okay. Let me let me throw one at you because we, we've followed Dom D'Agostino. We've followed several other people who are proponents of a ketogenic diet. Ketogenic diet prevents epilytic seizures. Yeah. Yeah, Houston, we have a connection. Right. Right. Right? So is something metabolically going on that's really like poor diet, poor exercise, poor, poor these other things are actually causing a lot of these metabolic issues? Yeah, I think and that's one of the symptoms is actually just mental illness. I mean, we've seen it in a lot of other areas, right? We've seen it when kids with autism go on a, a low sugar diet, how their autism improves. We've seen the epilepsy, how the epilepsy seizures go down dramatically when they're on no sugar, low ketogenic diets. Well, I know that um, only because I follow them both on Twitter, that Dr. Dom, mm -hmm. who's at USF Tampa, and Dr. Palmer, who wrote the book, who is, is at Harvard? So is that Boston? Yes. So um, I know that they're buddies on Twitter. Mm -hmm. it, I, I would even go farther to say i imagine they do research together so it kind of kind of would make sense yeah. yeah uh one of the other things i don't know if you were going to talk more about the cardiovascular or anything um we talk about whatever you want yeah um women with a bmi of greater than 40 have an 82 percent higher risk of having children with epilepsy almost double the risk of the general population so the stats just continue to come out. I mean, that's what he, he really so loves. So women passing it on to their kids. I, I read. So a full disclosure, I did the audio book this morning because I was driving. So my retention's not possibly as high as it should be. But the women with BMI greater than 40 have an 82% higher risk of having children. So we're talking about generational. Um, in utero. Yeah. In utero. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Smart. Having you just, I mean, I think it's just, it's, it's starting to connect the dots to me is that there is, hopefully he's, uh, he's leading up to something even greater, but it's starting to connect the dots to me that at the core of a lot of this and where maybe that's just an additive is all of the, the bad food that we eat is really inflammatory and causes all kinds of other issues. But this is too obvious of a connection to me, you know? So, um, the other thing he mentions here is the rates of all disorders have been skyrocketing over the last 50 years, obesity, cardiovascular disease, and mental disorders. Why is that? Have we had a epidemic of laziness or self-destructive behaviors in our society? Are people no longer capable of self-discipline or they just not care about their health? You know, he's what, what's changed in 50 years, Scott? 
Our 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 food value Everything. has declined dramatically. Our lack of exercise has declined dramatically. Our um, oils uh, have changed. Seed seed oils. Specifically. Seed oils are are now predominant. The vegetable oils, your canolas, all that crap. I would I would make an argument that we have subjected the, the the human body and brain to more changes in the last pick your pick your time frame decade fifty years in large part because of this um, y- you know the ability to refine foods that um, the, you know obviously computational algorithms help make everything more efficient good or bad right so changes in food supply to your point changes in entertainment reduction of um uh, time with people right you were you were telling me you actually took a picture right you were an outback and this family came in yeah i still got it you still got it <laughs> i'll give it to jerry to post to really shame this guy in front Blur, of the world. blurs face right? <laughs> But basically, this entire family came in, they sat down, and all four heads were down staring at their phones for enough of an extended time that Yehu over here gets out his phone and does the old, uh, chee <laughs> Yeah, they never looked up. They never said hi to each other. They never. They literally walked into Outback, and it was probably 15, 20 minutes of screen time without them even so much as lifting their head up. Right. So, again... How long has a human been on the earth? 400,000 years, 300,000 years, something like that. You know, we've never done this. It's a brand new transition that, you know, the the brain and the body is amazing. And it's it's going, okay, if this is my new reality, how do I make it efficient? How do I deal with it? But, yeah, I'm sorry, kind of got sidetracked, but... But not only has mental health always been difficult, he, he went through that in the beginning of the, you know, of the book with, from Sigmund Freud to the guy in 1972 to whatever. But we've introduced so many variables recently right. that haven't even had time to, to, to fully develop. You know. To your point, I mean, I forgot the, the quote, uh, or not the quote, but it was uh, 1879, Her- Sir Henry Maudsley wrote, Diabetes is a disease that often shows itself in families with, in which insanity prevails. There well, was a conne- all right, I'll own that. <laughs> the, the, there's a connection in 1879. Yeah. You know, why, why is it taking us, uh, you know, 100 plus years in order to, 150 years in order for us to, uh, to make that connection? Yep. That's crazy. So anyways, he wraps up this chapter almost alluding to um, what's coming next, because this is the end of he's got it as part one. This is the end of part one in the book. And then part two starts and he kind of ends the chapter talking about metabolism, which is the next chapter. Mental disorders are metabolic disorders. And he starts to go into metabolism a little deeper. Um but he kind of wraps it up in talking about metabolism that brain energy, the name of the book, right? So there's metabolic, neurological, and mental, you know, things that happen. And when the low energy, people say, I don't have the energy depressed or whatever. Right. Right. That it's actually real. Right. 
That, yeah, I'm I'm tired. I I, I have no I, I have chronic fatigue chronic fatigue syndrome. I mean, like yeah. it's not a motivational. It's problem. a real thing. It's a metabolic one, and we have been missing the elephant in the room. I think that's a big statement to end with. Yeah, yeah, it's going to get good in this next chapter. I think, I think so. So that's it, guys. Um, questions, comments, concerns. Email us at snackcast at yes dot fit. Stay moving. See you. <laughs>